The unofficial end to summer is here. School has started for most, football season is upon us, and soon the leaves will be changing color. At the DSR Network, we remain as busy as ever with a full slate of podcasts scheduled for the fall. In the coming weeks, we'll be launching two new shows with new hosts, creating even more content for our members. Members receive an ad-free listening experience, an evening newsletter, an invitation to join the DSR Slack community, bonus content, and more. Best of all, if you become a member in the month of September, you'll receive 20% off the normal membership price. Visit thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and enter code SCHOOL at checkout. That's thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and code SCHOOL. Thank you for your support. September 26, 2023, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Chris Kotnor. And I'm Riley Fessler. Our top stories from international outlets this morning. A massive explosion at a fuel depot in Nagorno-Karabakh has resulted in at least 20 deaths and hundreds of injuries, with 13 bodies found at the scene and seven individuals succumbing to their injuries. The blast occurred outside the regional capital of Steppenkurt, where people had gathered to obtain fuel for their cars as they fled the region. The incident coincides with an exodus of ethnic Armenians from Nagorno-Karabakh, with Armenia reporting that 13,350 forcibly displaced persons have entered the country. Diplomatic efforts are underway as national security advisors from Azerbaijan, Armenia, France, Germany, and the European Union special representative for the region are set to meet in Brussels. This tragedy comes amid ongoing tensions in the region following Azerbaijan's military attack on Nagorno-Karabakh and fears among ethnic Armenians about their safety in cohabitation with Azerbaijan. The area has been a long-standing source of conflict with disputes spanning over three decades. The FBI issued warnings to three Americans involved in the Sikh community following the murder of Sikh activist Hardeep Singh Najjar in Canada in June. Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau has accused the Indian government of being responsible for the assassination, a claim reportedly supported by Canadian and U.S. intelligence sources. This allegation has strained relations between Canada and India and prompted a reassessment of threats against Sikh separatists globally. Pritpal Singh, a U.S. citizen and coordinator for the American Sikh Caucus Committee, and Amarjeet Singh, a New York-based journalist, were among those warned by the FBI of potential threats linked to India. Meanwhile, details emerged about the organized nature of Najjar's murder, with six men and two vehicles involved in the assassination. Najjar was associated with the Khalistan movement, advocating for an independent Sikh state in India's Punjab region, a movement deemed illegal by India. Questions have arisen regarding the protection provided to Najjar and others who received warnings of imminent threats from Canadian authorities. The German government is considering implementing border checks with Poland to curb the influx of asylum seekers, primarily entering through the Polish and Czech borders. However, strained relations between the two countries, exacerbated by a recent diplomatic dispute, may complicate these plans. 
Chancellor Olaf Scholz has linked the border crisis to an alleged visas for bribes scandal in Poland, demanding that Poland clarify the situation. Poland's foreign minister criticized Scholz's remarks as interference in Poland's internal affairs. Despite the tension, discussions between Germany and Poland on potential border checks are ongoing, driven by the need to address rising irregular migration and criminal smuggling activities. This issue has put pressure on Scholz's government, with asylum requests in Germany increasing significantly. In other news, President Joe Biden and former President Donald Trump are both engaging with striking auto workers in Michigan, highlighting the significance of unions in the 2024 presidential election. President Biden is set to join striking United Auto Workers members in Wayne County, demonstrating unprecedented support for striking workers by a sitting president. Meanwhile, Trump, the frontrunner for the 2024 Republican presidential candidate, will address workers at an auto supplier in a Detroit suburb. The UAW has been on strike, seeking wage increases, shorter work weeks, and job security in response to the automotive industry's shift toward electric vehicles. Both Biden and Trump are vying for union support in the lead-up to the election, with Michigan's political landscape heavily influenced by the auto industry and labor movement. The second Republican presidential debate will have a smaller field than the first, with seven candidates qualifying for the event at Ronald Reagan's Presidential Library in California. Notably, former President Donald Trump, the early frontrunner, will be absent as he holds events in Michigan. To qualify for this debate, candidates needed 3% support in national polls or a combination of national and early voting state polls, along with substantial donor support and an RNC pledge. The candidates participating include Ron DeSantis, Tim Scott, Nikki Haley, Vivek Ramaswamy, Chris Christie, Doug Burgum, and Mike Pence. Asa Hutchinson did not qualify this time, and Trump chose to skip the debate for strategic reasons. Russia is seeking to rejoin the United Nations Human Rights Council, marking a crucial test of its international reputation after its expulsion from the council in April 2022 due to its invasion of Ukraine. The upcoming vote, scheduled for next month, will see Russia compete with Albania and Bulgaria for two council seats reserved for Central and Eastern European countries. Russia is aggressively campaigning for support, offering incentives such as grain and arms to smaller countries in exchange for their votes. In a position paper circulated to UN members, Russia pledges to address human rights issues and prevent the council from becoming a tool of one group of countries, potentially referencing Western influence. The move has faced criticism, with evidence of human rights abuses in Ukraine and Russia cited by UN reports and campaign groups opposing Russia's re-entry to the Council. The UK strongly opposes Russia's bid, highlighting concerns about its human rights record and actions in Ukraine. In lighter news, a Gold Coast man, Higor Fiuza, who gained notoriety for filming himself taking his pet snake, a bredgy carpet python named Shiva, surfing with him, has been fined by Australian wildlife authorities. The viral video of their surfing adventure led to concerns from wildlife protection officers who argued that Fiuza endangered Shiva and breached his permit to keep the snake by exposing her to the public. 
Queenland's Department of Environment and Science issued Fiusa a fine of 2,322 Australian dollars, emphasizing that taking native pets like snakes out in public could cause them undue stress and unpredictable behavior. They also raised concerns about public safety and the potential for the python to spread diseases to native wildlife. Despite Fiusa's claims that Shiva enjoyed surfing, authorities stressed that reptiles like snakes generally avoid water, and the only snakes that should be in the ocean are sea snakes. Thanks to listener Chris Richardson for sending us the story. That's all the news we have for you today. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip topic or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at podcasts at thedsrnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief. If you'd like more in-depth analysis of these issues, along with our sources for today's episode, be sure to follow the links in the show notes and tune in to our sister podcasts on the DSR Network. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief. <laughs>